Welcome to the Balanced Black Girl Podcast. We're putting black girl magic in motion. This show is dedicated to reinventing wellness for women of color. I'm your host, Lestrandra Alfred. Hello, hello. It is Lestrandra here. Thank you so much for tuning into the Balanced Black Girl podcast. I am so excited to bring you yet another week of discussion around wellness and around being a woman of color and wellness and being about that life. Today's interview was a really fun one, and I really loved the conversation that I had with Sonia Herbert, who is the founder of Black Girl Pilates. She was just so much fun to talk to. I learned so much from her, and I literally could not think of a better episode to release during Black History Month than my conversation with Miss Sonia. But before we dive into our conversation with Sonia, and before you get to learn a little bit more about Black Girl Pilates, which is the organization that she runs, I just wanted to send a sincere thank you to everyone who has rated and reviewed the show. I so, so appreciate it. We actually last week got a batch of really wonderful reviews and I wanted to read one as a review of the week for you. And it says, there are some podcasts that I have to scroll through and pick out the few episodes that I may be interested in. This podcast is not one of them. Literally every single episode is on topics that I'm interested in, such as beauty standards, fitness, yoga, wellness, and entrepreneurship. I'd like to hear more about black women's experiences and new age topics and spirituality if less is into that kind of stuff. First of all, thank you so much for this review. I know exactly how you feel. I sometimes am subscribed to podcasts where it's like I'm interested in maybe about a third of the content, but some of the other ones just kind of miss the mark. And the fact that this podcast is not like that for even if it's just that one reviewer that she loves and is interested in every episode is such, such an honor. And I really, really appreciate that. Um, And the second part If we're interested in spirituality and new age stuff, heck yeah, I would love to talk more about that on the show. I call myself woo-woo adjacent, so if y'all want to get woo-woo, we can get real woo-woo. So stay tuned for that, and if there's ever any suggestions of people in that space that you would like to see featured on the show or interviewed, let me know. You can shoot me a DM at Balance Less or at Balance Black Girl Podcast, or you can uh, let me know in the Facebook group, which is the Balance Black Girl Podcast community on Facebook, who you would like to see. And I'd be happy to reach out to them and get real new age and real woo-woo because I love that kind of stuff. And if you've not yet left a review on iTunes for the Balanced Black Girl podcast, please do. It really, really helps the show. It's what helps us reach new people. It is what gets us onto the iTunes charts, which by the way, last week I saw that we were number 29 on the alternative health chart, which was crazy exciting. And really, it's this community and it's your reviews that help us get there. So please, please leave a rating and review if you haven't yet already. All right. So we're going to jump into today's interview, which, like I said earlier, was just such a fun conversation with Sonia Herbert, who is the founder of Black Girl Pilates. You will get to learn all about her. You will get to learn about her Pilates journey. She is also a power lifter, and she is just an overall badass woman who I have loved connecting with and getting to know. And we had such a fun conversation. So let's jump into it. Today, I'm joined by Sonia Herbert. Sonia lives in New York, where she's a Pilates instructor, writer, speaker, competitive powerlifter, and a former social worker. She's the founder of Commando Fitness Collective and the Black Girl Pilates community on Instagram and Facebook. Sonia is committed to Black female representation in fitness, as well as improving the health and wellness in the Black community through writing, speaking, and curating health and wellness events for Black women. She's comprehensively certified in Pilates and also holds TRX Level 1 and Kettlebell Concepts Level 1 certifications. So, Sonia, welcome to the show. I am so excited to chat with you. I love and admire your work and everything that you're doing in the fitness space, and I'm so happy to have you on the show today. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm really excited. Um, I think I, I want, this, want folks to know this. This was a conversation we had before it. You are my third Black woman podcast that I've been on, and I'm very excited about that. And I hope that I get to be on more Black female uh, podcasts. So I'm really excited because I get to talk to one of my sisters. So that's fantastic. <laughs> yes. 
Exactly. That's exactly why I created the podcast because I wanted to have those conversations with more of my sisters. So yeah, perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in your Instagram bio, it says that you are the Angela Davis of fitness, which is <laughs> like literally the best thing I've ever heard. Like award for best Instagram bio, <laughs> which Thanks. is incredible. Um, I would love to hear what started your fitness journey. Have you always been interested in fitness and, and how did you get here? Oh, well, let's see. How long do you have? I'll try to make it short. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a former social worker, so we talk for days and, you know, and it's all detailed conversations. So uh, fitness wise, I started back in junior high and um, I'm going to make it as short as possible because I know folks, most people have probably heard this story before, but I got into fitness because I have always struggled with depression and anxiety. And I wanted to find a way to make myself feel better. You know, I was at the time in junior high, I had uh, tried out for cheerleader and back in the day, 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 that's what I call it. They, um, you had to be voted into the cheerleading squad. And so I thought, you know, well, I'm really, really good. And, And my, you know, my instructor said I was good and they thought, you know, we definitely think you're going to make it or whatever. Um, I ended up not making it, but I did like what the movement and the practice did for my body. And my mom talked about how, oh, your calves look great. And, you know, these guys would say, you know, my goodness, you know, you have such nice muscular calves for, you know, a small person. Cause I'm only like five, three, you know, and, you know, Well, now I'm 135. I think I might be 140 now by now, but I'm a small person, literally. And so I was like, wow, I kind of like this. And I liked how I felt after practice. So um, I continued on in high school and I really didn't do like very much physically, to be honest, in high school. So I still kind of struggled. But once I got into college, my first year, I remembered, you know, back how I felt doing all the physical activity and things like that. And there was a, you know, we had a gym there and back in the day, 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 because uh, <laughs> I'm much older than you are. Um, you know, the big things were using um, the machines and things like that. We had the old school, like heavy, you know, plated weights. Um, aerobics was big back then. Now I guess it's called hit, <laughs> not aerobics. <laughs> Um, so I decided that, you know what, I think I'm going to start using these weight machines. I think that I'm going to run around the gym. I cannot stand running right now or ever. (laughs) I never liked running, but, and, uh, I started going to these aerobics classes and I was like, I really like this. And I started feeling better, you know? And so I just continued, um, and continued on through my college years, um, during that time I got married and had two amazing kids who are now adults, 20, 25 and 19. And, uh, my husband at the time, their, their dad was very into fitness. And so I learned a lot of stuff from him, a lot of weightlifting stuff from him and, you know, it's in and out pretty much of like physical movement and things like that, you know, having babies, life, you know, moving to New York, uh, eventually, you know, getting divorced and things like that. And uh, it just pretty much stuck with me. So fast forward to how I got into Pilates. So I am so happy to say that my very first teacher was a black woman. Mm, and love I, that. Yes, she is, she, was a, she is a black woman. She is one of the best in the business. She was also my daughter's ballet teacher from ages six to 18. So I've known her literally for over 20 years. And she's also a friend of mine. Her name is Cynthia Shipley. So Cynthia, if you're listening to this, hello. She is the owner of Lifespan Pilates in New York City. Um, on I think she's on West 46th Street. Uh, and she's, it's all, it's a black female owned Pilates studio along with, um, Tasha Norman, who is also one of our Black Girl Pilates sisters, along with Cynthia. So she was my first teacher. I had never heard of Pilates. I thought it was crazy. (laughs) Because I was just like, what is that? I also thought it was for white people. And I was just like, well, you know, okay. And one of my friends, who was my daughter's modern teacher, 
had convinced me to go to her class. So I said, okay, you know, what is it about? And he was like, oh, you know, it's about, um, you know, it's about your core and having strong abs. And I was like, oh, I have strong abs, you know, because I lift and whatever, you know, so people say I have strong abs and they look good. So, but I'll go, you know, because you said it was cool. And girl, I went into that class and I found my whole black ass life. I mean, <laughs> I thought <laughs> I was so embarrassed by the very, by very, what I can, what I consider simple movements and other people would probably consider simple movements that I could not do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Bodies I is thought, humbling. <laughs> oh, girl, <laughs> boy, was I humbled that day. And but I loved the way it made me feel afterwards. I felt so much better. My body felt aligned. I felt stronger uh, in a different kind of way than you do, you know, when you're lifting. But I, I felt like I could actually hold myself up without any effort. And so I was also going to a holistic um, chiropractor at the time because I had had some imbalances. And I told him what was going on. And he was like, keep going to Pilates two or three times a week and keep coming to, to me. It's going to change your life. And he was right. And so I kept going. I got just, you know, enthralled with it. I was just like, what is this? Um, why don't, you know, why doesn't my community know about this? And so I talked to Cynthia about getting certified and, you know, she recommended her, um, her, you know, the certification that she went through. Um, however, I ended up in a, in a different classical certification. That's another uh, whole podcast about classical versus contemporary. Mm-hmm. So I got certified for the very first time in 2007 and um, finished my comprehensive, which is the mat and all of the, almost all of the equipment, not ev- everything, but the main equipment in 2008. And ever since then, I've been teaching. I've been teaching full time since... 2011 and um it's just been a big uh you know it's just been a big roller coaster ride (laughs) to say the least um ever since then and um yeah so that's kind of that's kind of how I how I got in I had you know I was actually at one time thinking about you know how um I wanted to do something in fitness. I just wasn't sure. And it's funny how, um, if you believe in God or the universe, how it shows you, you know, it gives you these different messages throughout your life. And I, I was thinking about that today as I was reading a, a book that I bought for my birthday. And I was like, wow, I would have never had, I would have never have thought that I'd be at this point in my life or at this place in my life. Um, but then when I started to think back, um, I realized, wow, all this time that I've been prepared for this very moment, mm. which is to start Black Girl Pilates and, you know, to, um, you know, to speak against, you know, racism, white supremacy and white privilege within the fitness arena, because nobody's really talking about that much except for me and probably my friend Chrissy King. Hey, Chrissy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my girl right there. Um, yes, girl, we hey, love Chrissy. <laughs> she and I, I think I kind of just came underneath her pretty much uh talking about those things within the fitness arena um and i think she goes she her topic is a little bit broader than mine uh i'm just all about the black community period and black female representation Mm -hmm. and so that's kind of why i feel like i'm the angela davis of you know (laughs) i want to be that black panther you know um within the fitness arena and stuff like that. And I also have a great admiration for Angela Davis. Um, And I see, you know, I see myself in her and the things that she does and her quiet energy, uh, but yet blunt. Um, And so I, I said, if I wanted to be anyone, um, I would want to be her. And if there's someone that I wanted to meet, you know, first it would be her because I have so many questions and I hope that I'll get that chance to to meet her and talk to her about you know what she's done for the black community and you know or even to see a lecture or something shake her hand or whatever mm-hmm. um, and I hope that I will be um, you know just as 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 great a person as she is um, as I see her you know for the black fitness community. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah. I love that. I love all of that. Um, I do. I think she is an incredible figure to, to admire and to yeah. kind of model ourselves after. I love that your fitness journey kind of began and was rooted in how you wanted to feel and that it has yeah. kind of carried you and, and something that's been a, a constant for you throughout your life. I just love all of that. Everything you just said. I'm like, yes, to all of it. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny how, you know, you can, I've, I, I think I've told this story, I feel like a million times, but every time I tell the story, like I get something out of it mm-hmm. about myself and I learn so much more about who I am as a person. Mm-hmm. And by the time this podcast comes out, I will have, my birthday will have come and gone <laughs> and I will have turned 50. Um, and I've been reflecting back on my 50 years of living and, you know, kind of how I have transformed as a Black woman and how I have seen my Blackness from being a negative thing um, to being a very positive and strong um, and needed thing uh, to today and being unapologetic about, about my Blackness and about um, what my people have done for this country and for this world and what we continue to do. And so it's interesting to see the growth um, and also going back again, like I said, to see how I really got started, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and the, you know, from the books that I started to read, I started reading books on like, I wanted to read books on like slavery for some reason. And I mean, fictional books mostly on slavery. Um, One of my first essays in, um, in uh, college was about institutional racism. Mm. One of the very first poems that I wrote was about being, what it was like to be a light-skinned woman, a light-skinned black woman, or basically writing about colorism. Yeah. You know, white people responded to me versus, you know, darker-skinned black people and things like that. And I remember, you know, entering that in a poetry contest and I got like an honorable mention. And I'm from a very small town in Texas, you know, so that says a lot um, that they even gave me an honorable mention for that. But, mm-hmm. you know, both sides, I mean, the fact that I'm sort of, you know, when you're light skin, you're kind of white adjacent, um, <laughs> but, mm-hmm you know, also the fact that, you know, that I'm a black woman and I got an honorable mention for something like that was was something. So seeing all of those different um, things show up in my life as to like, oh, how did, how did I get here? And I never, I didn't really think about it until today, actually, Mm -hmm. as I was reading the book and you asking the question, like, how did I get here? (laughs) And as I reflected back, I was like, wow, you know, my steps are pretty much ordered to be here, you know? Um, so it's incredible thinking, thinking back over, I feel like I'm doing like the, you know, I don't remember if you're, I don't know if you're old enough to, to remember this, but, um, do you remember the Jackson five? They had like this big reunion and it was, it was, uh, filmed here in New York city. And I forgot what it was. I feel like it was like 50 years of something. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm on stage dancing and singing all of the music and you know, speaking all the poetry and you know all this kind of stuff like that on stage. Yes, um, and just remembering you know from where I came from. So yes. that's kind of how it feels, you know, in this 50th year um, of my birthday and yeah. being half a century. It's <laughs> an incredible place to be, and happy early birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited about it. Yeah. Very excited. Absolutely. I would love to chat with you a little bit more about Black Girl Pilates, um, which is the community you created devoted to open discussions around the lack of representation within the Pilates method, which is so needed because, I mean, even for me as a Black woman who's well-versed in fitness, who's taken my fair share of Pilates classes, when I think of Pilates, the first thing that comes to mind is like middle-aged, thin, wealthy white women. And I mm-hmm. think that's probably the case for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I would love to hear more about 
how Black Girl Pilates came to be and what your experiences have been in the Pilates space, both as a student and an instructor, and why you think it's more it's important to have more Black representation in the Pilates space. Mm-hmm. Well, Black Girl Pilates started actually prior to its inception, which was May, if I get, if I get the date wrong, this is horrible, but like it was May 28th, 2017. I know that much. Yeah. <laughs> May 20th, 2017. Yes. So I was in a, in a very dark place in my life and um, I was trying to figure out, you know, well, what exactly is my purpose? Um, you know, I, I uh, had just gotten out of a, you know, a relationship that wasn't great for me. I was trying to figure out where I belonged in the Pilates community mm-hmm. and had been trying to figure that out for a while. So uh, several years back, I thought to myself after being certified, you know, well, where are all the black instructors? You know, I know my teacher, I know, you know, I have one teacher trainer. Um, her name is Tila Anderson. Hey, Tila. She's in my group. I knew her. Um, and maybe one or, you know, a few others that I had the privilege of working with, but I, I, you know, I wondered, you know, well, where are they? And, you know, and I actually feel pretty lonely, you know, Mm -hmm. so there I was trying to figure out, you know, what my purpose was and, you know, also feeling lonely uh, within, you know, the Pilates community. And so prior to starting it, um, I spoke to another, um, amazing woman in the Pilates community named Diane Harvey. She's also a very well-known dancer. Um, She and her husband are the founders and uh, creative directors of, um, uh, it's sad when you have to, when you get a brain, (laughs) a brain freeze, Um, forces of nature. Mm. And they also are over uh, Dance Africa here in New York City. So I spoke to her and I said, you know, I really believe that there's got to be other women out, black women out there who teach Pilates. She's like, yes, there are. And so we were in the midst of trying to put together um, a group very similar to this one. It was at the time it was called like Pilates Instructors of Color. So, you know, I think I, I might've come up with a name. I don't remember, but we were trying to be, you know, PC at that time. Yeah. So, um, so it was me, her, um, Sarita Allen, uh, hey, Sarita, and um, who else? Marcea Dater, who's also in our group, um, Dallas Fuentes, Johari Mayfield, and Diane and myself. And a lot of them, all of them were pretty much dancers, I think, except for me and Dallas. Um, so a lot of them were still performing, they're still mm-hmm. choreographing or teaching. So the, the schedules just didn't work out. So we pretty much just kind of disbanded and just went our own ways. And, but it was still obviously in my heart. And so fast forward to, you know, 2017, basically like around April. And somehow, I don't know what happened, but this one particular day, I decided that I was going to restart this again. And all I really wanted to do was just meet other women who teach Pilates that was it who, mm-hmm. other black women who teach Pilates and I had started looking for them on Instagram so I reached out to to two Instagram friends of mine one um, Mickey Price Harvard um, she has Mickey fit hey Mickey she's in my group and also uh, my friend Gina Jackson who is across the way in New York New Jersey who's also a part of my group as well and I talked to them about you know what I wanted to do and if they knew other black women and like yes and so they fed me a lot of names and I went, started looking for these women, started following them and said, Hey, you know, I'm thinking about starting this Facebook group, you know, for black women to teach Pilates, you know, I'd love for you to be a part of it if you're interested. And from there, I think by that day I had like 50 names and by June. So that was the end of May by the first part of June, I might've had like 80 members in the Facebook group. Mm. And I really had, it's funny because I really had no plans of it even being what it is today. I was just like, I just need people, you know, I just need some sisters, you know, to talk to (laughs) about because I get lonely, you know, and I've never, I've never really worked in a place where 
that was literally more than three black people. Mm -hmm. And if you had more than three black people, that was a big deal. Yeah. Um, and I did get a chance to, you know, work in a place where there was like three black people. <laughs> that was me. My friend, Michael, who's also one of our uh, black girl Pilates brothers, um, my friend, Maura Amina, who is, you know, she's still one of our sisters, even though she's not in the group, but, um, and my friend, Monica, so they kind of like crossed, crossed each other. And so those are the only people that I knew besides a few here and there at other places. Um, so now I have brought this whole group of folks together and um, we just kept finding each other. And before I knew it, you know, the group had, you know, had gotten large, really big. We decided to have a, uh, a, a meetup. Uh, and so we had the first meetup in October um, of 2017. So I got to meet a lot of the girls that I never, you know, I only knew from Instagram or maybe mm -hmm. have spoken to on the phone um, and all that stuff. And so that was wonderful. And so we had our second annual meetup last this year in July and uh, got to meet some more wonderful women. Um, and and over that that time, I've been, you know, blessed to be able to meet a lot of them because they'll come to New York and they'll want to meet me and things like that. Um, on top of that, what really kind of, you know, put us out there was uh, I had, had the pleasure of writing an article on Black female representation in fitness for Girls Gone Strong. Yes. And so that article just kind of like took us out there and mm -hmm. everybody started finding out about us and they're like oh my goodness I don't know there are other black women who teach Pilates and I mean my article is very general in regards to fitness because not only is you know because I teach Pilates of course you know black girl Pilates has a very special place in my heart but but fitness as a whole um, because I don't you know even though I teach Pilates that's not how I train all the time yeah. and so black women to me in fitness period is important and so that's why I I want to fight for the representation of us because we are just as much a part of fitness and um, as any white woman is you know yes. and we've changed if we are changing the face of fitness and we are smart and intelligent and we deserve to be at the forefront of it because we have things to say and we're doing things in our community and in other communities as well so I feel like that's my my purpose uh, is to be that Angela Davis of fitness and knock down doors and say, hey, you know, we need to be there at the forefront. Um, so back to Black Girl Pilates, you know, things just, they just kind of blew up. And, you know, um, one of the, one of the very first things that happened that was uh, a, just a true blessing to my heart there's only one magazine out there for Pilates and it's called Pilates Style Magazine. Mm -hmm. And for the many years that they've been going, I've only seen one black person on the front of their magazine and that was a black man. I've never, had never, ever, ever seen a black woman instructor on the front of their magazine. They had Wendy Williams, I think maybe, you know, but she's a celebrity. So yeah. I mean, celebrities are easy, but a black instructor mm -hmm. they had never had so the very first um, black female instructor um, on Pilates Style Magazine was Zola Williams. Um, hey Zola. And she, um, her, her uh, feature premiered on, I think it came out in October of 2017. She is this beautiful dark chocolate woman who is a dancer. She's currently, I think, dancing for Lion King. She was also in Black Panther as one of the Dora Milaje wonderful i got a chance to meet her and train her and uh that was just that was amazing that was that was a really big deal for that to happen and then we had a second sister who uh she was featured on uh the pilates style magazine september of this year and her name is emily battle she is also uh dancing and acting and just absolutely gorgeous um you know brown skinned girl and just amazing she's also a lifter and uh you know to see to see that kind of representation on that magazine because it's rare mm -hmm. and you don't even really see us that much inside and if you do 
will, it's probably black women who are very ambiguous and you can't tell, you know, what they are. Mm -hmm. Uh, But to see them just like out there, black girl magic. I mean, I think I cried each time (laughs) that I, yeah. And I have, I have both of the magazines and they will be, I'll probably live with those magazines until I die because I don't, you know, every time I see a black woman on the front of a Pilates magazine, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to steal it in gold. Yes. <laughs> and it'll be with me until I die and hopefully pass on to my grandchildren if I have any. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been, um, it's been a great ride, I must say, but we've also had, you know, we've had some, some difficulties, um, you know, because when I first decided to name the group, mm-hmm. um, I, I did think of like, you know, well, maybe I should consider doing it with women of color, you know, and I just didn't like the name and it didn't really speak to what I was really going for, you know, or the purpose of the group, because to me, and this is just my opinion, actually, I feel like it's fact, but um, women of color is a very broad general term yeah. and it can include any woman who is um, not white pretty mm-hmm. much but I don't really see us as women of color I feel like women of color um, are women who are just not black mm. so just like I feel like indigenous women are indigenous women and then if you're not black or you're not indigenous then you're just a woman of color that's mm-hmm. how I see it But I I also, I wanted the name to be very unapologetic and to tell you exactly what it was. So I said, it's going to be Black Girl Pilates. Um, There's there's several sister groups out there. I consider us like a little sister group because they started before us like Black Girls, Black Girl Pole and uh, Black Girls Yoga, you know, very, very Mm -hmm. specific and to the point as to who they are. And that's what I wanted too for Pilates. So I said, you know, we're just going to be black girl Pilates and that's it. And with that name, of course, you know, comes a lot of kickback. Mm -hmm. Um, So we had an incident fairly early in our inception where I was, there was someone in, in a Pilates forum who seemed to have a problem with our group and the fact that we are exclusive and not inclusive of of white women or white people period yeah and so um i was called divisive uh racist which is interesting um and um but i really didn't have to do much because within that forum a lot of the a lot of the women in that group mostly white women came in and said they deserve that space we do not need to be there and they pretty much kind of, you know, shut her down for me. Yeah. Although I went in to say, hey, I'm, I'm willing to talk about this with any of you guys. Because again, I was unapologetic about why I started it. And mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, myself as well as the women in my group deserve their own safe space uh, to be able to talk about what it's like to teach in a very white method um, and to not be represented. Although we have a Pilates elder who's no longer with us, but we have her. Kathy Grant, mm-hmm. uh, who worked specifically with Joseph Pilates and was one of the first to be certified by him. Wow. Um, along with a Puerto Rican woman, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so we deserve, you know, that that space to be able to discuss, you know, the difficulties within teaching in this method. And, you know, there's not a lot of us who own studios. Um, so you don't really get to see each other. And so now, you know, we have close to 300 women in the Facebook support group. Um, and we can talk about all of those things. We talk about everything from what you use on your hair <laughs> to uh, specific clients to, um, you know, business ideas, um, you know, getting other certifications, you know, classical versus contemporary, you know, all kinds of things. We talk about all things black, black girls, pretty much in Pilates (laughs) and many other things. We talk about a lot of things. Um, And then that's just where, you know, I, 
get to go and 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 have a safe space and that's where they get to come and just kind of you know just be themselves and let loose with some people who understand some women who understand what it's like to teach in these studios so it's been a great ride but it's also been challenging but i think that that's what comes with that's what comes with it and so i've had to develop a thick skin um and you know i decided that i just had to I just had to have a, I don't give a fuck attitude. And so that's what I decided. Mm-hmm. I think it's I necessary. Them. Yeah. yeah. I, left, I left each and every one of them, all 300 and plus and the <laughs> ones that are not in the group. I truly do love all of them. And um, yeah, it's like having, cause I don't have any sisters, but uh, now I have like 300 plus. <laughs> <laughs> and I think what's so beautiful about that is, I mean, the fact that it has it exploded and, and become this wonderful community so quickly shows that there were a lot of other women out there who were feeling the same way you felt when you started it. And the fact that you were able to give them a place to come together and connect and not feel that same maybe isolation or loneliness that can mm-hmm. be felt is a, such a beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. You know, um, every day that I go into the group, I'm just like, wow, it's just amazing. You know, the talent in there is just, I mean, it just can't be measured. And we have some folks in there who are some very famous dancers, Mm -hmm. you know, and they dance with anybody, everybody from like Michael Jackson to Janet, uh, you know, Alvin Ailey. Um, We have a dancer in there, a former dancer in there who's gone viral, Aisha Ash. Um, you know, we've got the incomparable Sarita Allen, who I call our grand diva. Um, you know, we just have some incredible, amazing women in there who are just doing great things. They're smart, they're intelligent, you know, they're writers, they're, they're moms, they're aunts, they're, you know, their nieces, they're, you know, they're, um, they're queer, they're lesbian, <laughs> you know, they're bisexual, they're all of that you know, and they're just all encompassing. And I just, you know, I couldn't imagine being in, you know, not even being in that space because it's just, it's, it's, it's so much, it's so much that I can't even explain to you. You'd have to, you'd have to be in the group to see it. And um, yeah, they're just, they're all incredible women. And I'm very proud to, you know, call them my sisters. And I hope that they're proud to call me their sister as well. And um, I, you know, I told them I, you know, I fight for them and they know it. Um, I'd certainly, you know, I, I'm very protective of them. And uh, they're just like my little babies. <laughs> Even though some of them are older than me, but I, I'm very protective of them. And uh, yeah, they're just, you know, they're, they're the best things that's ever happened to me besides my kids and my brothers and my mom and my dad. <laughs> And if you like a few other friends, yeah. Which I love so much. Mm-hmm. And you you touched on this for a moment earlier where you said um, that you teach Pilates. It's not the, the main way you always train. And mm-hmm. I know that you are also a power lifter. Um, yeah. Which is That's fantastic. a new thing, actually. I want to <sighs> make it clear because I was like, oh, I don't want people to think I've been powerlifting for thousands of years. I actually <laughs> am a new power lifter. Yeah. Um, and I just started training and by the time this this uh comes out I will have done my first meet in Stony Brook uh New York which is in Long Island and uh I just want to shout out um my sisters of powerlifting um that is uh Brianna uh Kay um I call her a queen because I'm not sure how to say her name, but queen knows who she is. And <laughs> Shireen. Shireen is the founder of Sisters of Powerlifting mm. and uh, she's incredible, talented, amazing. And so um, they are very instrumental in me deciding to go into powerlifting. I've been thinking about it for a while and had competed in bodybuilding once uh, a couple of years back. And I wanted to compete in something where I didn't have to worry about, you know, what my body looked like and Mm -hmm. that anybody could literally do it. And I've been talking to them about it for a while and they're just like, you should do it. And my meet just happened to fall three days before my birthday. So Mm -hmm. I decided to to do it. I'm excited. Um, My friend Queen will be there handling me. So um, in the back and giving them my numbers and, you know, 
uh, telling me to sit down and shut up or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All that stuff. So I'm really excited about that. Um, and I've already signed up for my second meet in April. So, uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm very excited about it. And I just want to make my kids proud, yeah. make my mom and my brothers proud <laughs> and my friends. Uh, my sisters are powerlifting. I just want to make them proud. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty much a baby <laughs> that, that group because they're, they're absolutely fierce women and they've been powerlifting for a while. So I'm like the newbie. I'm older than all of them, but I'm <laughs> a baby as far as like, you know, being a powerlifter. So, yeah. That's incredible. And it sounds like also a really empowering community as well. Oh, it is. And, uh, you know, Shireen has created um, an amazing community with Sisters of Powerlifting. Mm -hmm. And and of course, that's Black Women Who Powerlift. Yeah. She's doing some great things out there. And, um, you know, I hope that you get a chance to, you know, talk to her um, and, you know, seeing the things that she's doing, as well as my friend Brianna, who has the Chocolate Bar podcast. And she, um, her podcast is mainly about black women who are in strength sports. That's CrossFit, powerlifting, um, Olympic weightlifting, um, and just talking about, you know, representation within those, um, you know, within the lifting community and stuff like that, black female representation within the lifting community. And I also wanted to mention recently there, there's a um, there's a brother group to Sisters of Powerlifting called Brothers of Powerlifting. So they just recently launched, and uh, the CEO or the founding member, I think his name is Darius. Uh, we haven't met yet, but I follow him. Um, so just an incredible community for um, just the Black fitness community, and that we're doing things out mm-hmm. there in the fitness arena. Yes. And that we're great and we're awesome, and uh, we deserve to be represented and be on the stage and, you know, doing seminars and workshops and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Doesn't matter if it's Pilates, yoga, um, you know, Zumba, whatever, <laughs> you know, powerlifting, weightlifting, um, you know, we're out there and uh, we're going to make sure that we're represented. So, yeah, I love I'm, that. My first meet. Yes, I'm excited for you and I'm excited to hear how it goes. Oh, yeah, you'll definitely see lots of videos. <laughs> <laughs> so, you also created the Black Girl in Fitness Mentorship Project, um, which is a mentorship for Black women who either want to work in fitness or want to go full time in fitness, which is incredible. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit more about that as well? So that was, um, I've been thinking about it for a little bit. Um, so I'm a former social worker, as you know, and I had always found myself mentoring other social workers mm-hmm. and I really loved it or just not just in social work. I found myself always mentoring people, period. And I was always told I was kind of wise beyond my years. Um, and my name also means, means wisdom. So maybe that's so with the uh, black girl and fitness mentoring project um because i had had so many different you know um you know black women mostly you know like ask me questions you know like how did you get into fitness how did you create your instagram following and to be honest i have to say that i really don't think i'm you know i really don't think that i am uh i never thought that i was like that great at things I think that I what I am great at is that I'm excellent I'm amazing at networking Mm -hmm. and I literally know everyone or know of everyone in fitness and so that's kind of that's my strong point is networking and finding out who's who and why they're who who they are and you know who you're not supposed to be around and all those kinds of things like that um and I've had a few you know a few wonderful women who've asked me like, Hey, you know, do you mind if I just kind of like talk to you about a specific incident that happened? Or do you mind if I run this by you or I have an idea? What do you think? And I thought, you know, maybe I should just create something, you know, where I can actually mentor a small group of, of women, um, regardless of, you know, where they are in fitness. Um, because it's all pretty much the same, to Mm -hmm. be honest, might be you know, teaching or instructing or training a different way, but, um, 
but it's all still the same. We're all going to go through the same bullshit, to be honest. Yeah. So I decided to create that and to see, you know, so, well, let me just see how it goes. This is my first one. And um, I just wanted it to be a very small group. And at this point, it is very small. It's actually one person, <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> um, and uh, it's one of the girls in my group. So I've been working with her for the past two weeks. Um, and I'll see her actually next week. Um, by the time this is, you know, this is up and running, um, I will have seen her and uh, we will have sat down again and trained. So I, I talk to her once a week and give her assignments. Um, and we delve pretty deep. Um, I feel like that mentoring uh, for me um, is kind of getting beyond uh, the surface questions. Yeah. You know, like, oh, well, you know, where do you see yourself in five years? And, you know, who on Instagram or whatever, you know, platform, you know, who do you see yourself like? And, you know, I like to get in kind of raw and dirty, you know, and I guess it's probably the social worker in me because <clears throat> when you start to delve a little deeper into who you are, um, then that is what um, those, those deep inner things mm -hmm. uh, that's going on with you that you haven't dealt with or maybe need to deal, deal with, that's what makes you the person that you are. And so by me asking these really deep, you know, questions, um, to, you know, my, my mentee, um, you know, it brings out a lot of emotions, yeah. you know, um, but those are things that you have to deal with, um, to figure out, you know, what your next step is, you know, maybe you'll, maybe within this, this time that we're, you know, that we're together, which is about six weeks, I think, um, you know, she'll realize, you know, hey, maybe there's something else that I need to deal with, or maybe, you know, whatever, but I wanted it to be a very, um, you know, I wanted it to, to, to delve really deep, like below your surface mentoring bullshit, because I could take people through like, you know, like a typical thing, you know, yeah. mentoring them. I like, oh, you know, the typical bullshit question. So I was like, but that's, that's not me as a person, mm -hmm. because I want to be able to know who you are. So if I'm going to be with you, and mentor you for six weeks, like we're going to get to know each other. Yes. I'm going to share my stuff. I'm not going to tell you that I'm perfect. I'm not even going to tell you that I know everything, but um, I want to get to know who you truly are underneath all of this stuff, your Instagram, your Facebook, um, you know, your podcast or whatever else that you have. I want to know who you are. And then from there, we can help you develop the person that you know that you should be because there's barriers to that. So let's find the barriers. Let's knock those barriers down. Um, and if I, if it's out of my scope of practice, then we'll, you know, then I'll say, Hey, maybe now we should go to this person or whatever, because, you know, I'm not, I'm also not a therapist. So if, you know, maybe they might need therapy for something, they can go do that or, or whatever, or maybe there's a health issue they're dealing with and all that kind of stuff like that that's holding them back from being the person that they want to be, you know, in in the um, in the fitness community, you know, maybe you just, you know, go see a specialist for this or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, but I just wanted to be able to, to give them something that I hadn't really been given myself, you know, that I had to pretty much find on my own. Yeah. Um, so I said, well, if I you know, if I didn't give it, if I didn't get it, then I want to be able to give it to somebody else. Absolutely. And of course, you know, it had to be black women because <laughs> that's my, that's my focus and my emphasis. So I'm excited about how it's going. And uh, my mentee is incredible. She's amazing. And uh, she's going to be a great instructor. And um, yeah, so she's going to be, she's really going to be amazing. So I'm excited about meeting her for the first time. Um, and, uh, you know, seeing where she's going to go in this industry. So she's going to be great. I love that. And I will make sure we also include more information about that in the show notes as well, because I'm sure after listening to this, we will have more women who, who want to learn more about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I hope so. I'll probably, I'll probably open up another one, um, coming in the spring. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, again, it'll be a small group. So I can give a little bit more personal attention as opposed to like larger groups. And yeah. it's harder to keep up with the large, 
you know, a large amount of personalities, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> especially on that deep, con- you know, in that, you know, that deep of a level. Um, so yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one too. Love it. Well, Sonia, thank you so much for being on the show today. I loved chatting with you and learning from you and I just love everything that you're doing. So for our listeners who want to keep in touch with you, who maybe want to join your groups, where can they find you? How can they stay in touch with you? So for me personally, you can find me on Instagram at Commando Fitness Collective. And it is exactly what I just said, (laughs) Commando. Uh, I got that name. I was called that name by a client uh, based upon my teaching style, which is pretty, um, you know, pretty military like <laughs> but nice um so commando fitness collective on instagram you can find black girl pilates under black girl pilates um on instagram as well you can also find us on facebook by the same names for the facebook support groups for black girl pilates you can find we have two groups we have an instructor only group um, Black Girl Pilates, and it'll have instructor only in parentheses. And then we also have uh, Black Girl Pilates Tribe, which is for any Black woman who's interested in Pilates, or maybe they're considering, you know, becoming a teacher, or maybe they want to find an instructor, or they just want to talk about Pilates or whatever. We have a support group for you as well um, called the Black Girl Pilates Tribe, and it has not instructors, so you'll know. But we do have some instructors in there who pretty much kind of run the group along with me. So you can join both of those groups by going to Black Girl Pilates, looking underneath the uh, groups tab, and you'll see the, the tabs there, and you can just press the one that works for you and, you know, answer the questions, and we'll, we can go from there. Uh, but otherwise, you can just see us around on, on Instagram and Facebook and see what we're doing and see the amazing things that uh, all these great women are doing in the group. So, Yeah. Love that. So we will have all that information linked in the show notes um, so that you can keep in touch with Sonia and join her groups. I know I'm excited. I would love to join the the Black Girl Pilates Tribe groups. I will definitely be joining. (laughs) I'd love to have you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. 